Welcome to Season 3 of Yoga Corner Chats, where we dive deep into the wisdom of purpose-driven women who are rewriting life's rulebook. I'm your host, Shelby Phoenix, and I'm thrilled to embark on this transformative journey with you. This season, we're breaking free from the ordinary, celebrating the extraordinary, and embracing the unapologetic pursuit of authenticity. Join us as we explore stories of resilience, self-discovery, and the pursuit of an uncharted path. Our conversations are more heart-centered than ever, delving into the core of what it means to lead a life in alignment with your values. We're shattering societal norms one episode at a time and redefining success on our terms. Each week, we'll be joined by incredible women, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, wellness warriors, and more, who are daring to be different and inspiring us to do the same. Get ready for an abundance of inspiration, empowerment, and unfiltered authenticity. So if you're ready to trade conformity for creativity, perfectionism for purpose, and self-doubt for self-love, you're in the right place. Subscribe now and join our vibrant community of listeners who are choosing to live life authentically. Yoga Corner Chats is more than just a podcast. It's a journey. Let's embark on this path together towards a life that aligns with our deepest values. Are you ready? Roll out your mat, take a deep breath, and let's dive in. Press play and let the transformation begin. Welcome to Yoga Corner Chats, where real women, real conversations, and real transformation happen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Yoga Corner Chats. My name is Shelby Phoenix. I'm your host. And today we're going to be chatting with Kim Bernardo, grief yoga teacher from Rhode Island. And today we're going to be talking about grief and grief yoga. So I'm so excited to welcome Kim. And before we get started, we're going to take a few deep breaths together. So I invite anyone who's listening to um, join us as well. Settle into whatever surface you're sitting on. Sit up nice and tall. Your shoulders relax. Begin inhaling through your nose. Fill your belly. Expand your rib cage. Fill all the way to your collarbone. And then empty completely. Two more belly breaths, inhale. And let it go. One last time, fill up. And release. And whenever you feel ready, open up your eyes, come back into the space. Kim, I would love if we could start, if you wanted to just share a little bit about yourself and how you became a grief yoga teacher. Yeah. So hi, everyone. So I've been teaching yoga in general for the last seven and a half years in Rhode Island. And um, I trained last year to be a grief yoga teacher uh, with Paul Denniston through grief yoga. And I found my way to grief yoga through the unfortunate of losing my parents um, three months apart in 2021. I lost both my parents to two different cancers. 
Um, they were diagnosed around the same time, about six months before they passed. And, um, and then they ended up passing away later on the six months later, um, about three months apart. So honestly, grief and yoga, I'm sorry, uh, yoga and meditations, what really saved me during that time. So when I saw the training for the grief yoga, I jumped right into it. Um, I had a feeling like that was just something that I maybe even wanted to do just for myself, not to teach it. Um, so yeah, that's how I started, um, with the grief yoga. (laughs) Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, I know that grief is something that not a lot of people want to (laughs) talk about or avoid actively talking about. So I'm, um, looking forward to this discussion. I feel like, um, opening up that door can be really healing just to hear someone else talk about it. Yeah. It's really important. So could you define what grief yoga is? Yeah. So grief yoga is using movement, breath, sound, and yoga in the class to begin to release any emotions, any feelings that are suppressed that you might not even know that you're suppressing either. Um, it's just a space here just to begin to release that out and then for you to find some peace and healing within um, within the class. Um. You shared a little bit about like how you came to become a grief yoga teacher through your own experience of grief. I'm wondering like if you felt safe to do so, if you would share a little bit like about your, how you actually experienced that grief, maybe like emotionally or physically and how you or others could kind of explore those feelings through grief yoga. Yeah. So when I had started the grief yoga training, I was super nervous because I was afraid of what was coming up, maybe what I was suppressing that I didn't know. I was on a good track with my grief being in therapy and the people around me having a good um, support system. But I noticed when I was doing the training, it definitely kind of triggered me and it brought up a lot of emotions. Um, And it kind of helped me work through those emotions. I feel like I I feel like I released them in that training. Obviously I still have my grief and I still have my moments, but I feel like it released like a little bit different of maybe something I was holding on to and didn't realize when I was in the training. Um, definitely noticed it in my body, especially I was still what a year into my grief. So still the early grief. I had a lot of tension in my shoulders, especially a lot of like digestive issues um, my neck, especially too, like the whole of our body just felt so much tension and the poses and the techniques in class that we use helped me to release those, um, those areas of tension. And so I find in my students, especially, um, shoulders and hips is like the two main, um, areas that people tend to hold tension, whether that's stress and, or grief. Um, I find that that's like a good, way uh area to focus on in class that I've noticed that students definitely find a good release besides you know releasing emotions but also the attention in their body um that's a great segue because my next question is about that mind body connection um so maybe you can dive a little bit deeper into like how grief yoga addresses that mind body connection 
And if there's yeah. any like things that are specific to your classes or grief yoga, um, that kind of address those things. So we do like some meditative flows um, towards the end um, before we do like the cool down, just to kind of let go of anything that like the class brought up triggered or anything like that. We do like meditative flows with our arms and our hands, do like a little bit of dancing and stuff like that, just to kind of like release into the body with those meditative flows. And I personally like to end my um, grief yoga classes with a body scan at the end, mm -hmm. just to kind of let you have an extra 15 minutes to kind of decompress, make that mind-body connection, and just see how different that you feel after that class of the body and emotions and in the mind too. Yeah. So like the opportunity to notice that tension and then like notice the release of that tension. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um, I know that like in our culture, right. We just kind of said at the beginning, we kind of like, don't want to show grief or talk about grief. Um, and it can be like really isolating, right? Oh yeah. So, how does the practice of grief yoga create that sense of community and support? Yeah, it's been really nice to see this because I'm getting to the point now where I'm becoming um, more of a regular in certain studios with my grief yoga. So I'm having students come back, see each other again, make connections with others, but then also people bringing their family members or friends who may also be dealing with the same loss or just there to support their loved one, which is amazing to see that support in the class. So it's been really nice to see like a little community start to build because yeah. um, community is everything in grief yoga or sorry, grief rather. It's, it's everything. It's even though no matter what, you still feel lonely because your loss is always going to be different. Even if you lost the same like person, their same parent or boyfriend or anything like that, it's still different for everybody because every relationship is different. Yeah. I'm wondering like, in the name of like support and community, how, what advice would you give someone who is trying to offer support um, to a person who's grieving, whether it's like a yoga teacher or just your friend or anything like that? Yeah, honestly, just being there for them. The best support that I've gotten is people reaching out to me months later. A lot of people think that grief happens only in the beginning and then you kind of start to get over it. but as time goes on, I find that it's actually very isolating. And then also these different emotions come up over time. Like I'm experiencing different grief now than I was two years yeah. ago. So it's been nice to have people still reach out and um, just ask those questions. Like, how is your grief? Like checking in with me, like my husband specifically every week, he checks in with me. How is your grief and stuff like that? You know, I've had to try to like ask him to do so because, you know, he doesn't know he's never lost any but he's super close like that. Right. So also, yeah, just like checking in with, with um the people around you and maybe making them like a little basket of things that they might like self-care stuff, food, make food yeah. for them. <laughs> That's another huge one. Cause the last thing like anybody wants to do when they're grieving is to feed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> self <-care Right>. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like the very simple things, like ongoing support and just like, being there emotionally yeah. <laughs> exactly. don't disappear on them because that's so common grief 
hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like, um, grief might even be one of those emotions where if someone feels so uncomfortable, like they wouldn't want to address it head on. Whereas someone who's in grief, like needs that. Yeah. It's so true. If we're like taking it off of the mat, um, like how can grief yoga positively impact, you know, practitioners off of the mat or even groups dealing with grief? Yeah. So there's a term in yoga called ahimsa and it means nonviolence, non-harm, meaning being kind to yourself, but also to others around you. And I find that practicing that outside of the mat in regular yoga and grief yoga is huge being kind to yourself and just letting you feel whatever emotion is coming up. Same with the people around you, letting them, um, or rather they let you experience what you're feeling. Um, also just noticing the difference after class, taking that self-care because it can be triggering. It can be super happy. Even as a yoga teacher, my nights after I teach are very introvert. I come home and I just hang out because it's a lot. So showing that self-compassion to yourself, that self-care can really help off the mat. And then as time goes on, as you're taking these classes, you start to realize how it's affecting you in a positive way in all areas of your life. You're having a space where you can release any anger, any um, like crying or anything like that. And maybe the people around you don't hold space for that, but that lets you have that space. And then you notice you know, when you're off your mat, that you're starting to feel a little bit less angry, you know, like you're wanting to attack people because they don't get it, but right. you have people get it around you. Um, kind of like how it does that effect off the mat too. When you are meditating for a while, you totally feel it. Yeah. <laughs> the people around you know. <laughs> I'm just curious, like, obviously yoga in general has that ability to sometimes like bring out different emotions or trigger different emotions or you know help you move through different emotions how do you create that like sacred space for grief in grief yoga classes I constantly remind my students to take what they need in class if they need to step out if they need to just they could be in child's pose or shavasana the entire class I let them know that Anything is welcome here. If you want to keep doing something that we were doing earlier, that helps, you know, um, just honestly listening to your body, letting them know. Um, I, I validate their emotions and feelings throughout class with different things that I've read in grief books. I kind of bring that into class just so, you know, maybe those little nuggets kind of help them feel like they're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. If someone is... um like going through the journey of grief how does grief yoga kind of uh help along that journey yeah it's a really good question so it's honestly just like yoga it's different day by day what helps for you certain days might not help other days might be more triggering um I don't really know anything like specific, but there definitely is a difference as you're going on. Like my own personal practice with grief yoga is totally different than when I was at the beginning. Uh, but I totally can see how it changes too on the days that I'm like super griefy that yeah. like those days 
I just like need a space to cry. And then the other days I feel like empowered after that class. Like I feel good in my grief, you know? I like that it, yeah. it's supportive in every uh, stage, I should say, of your grief. Yeah, I know that sometimes also like wellness spaces and yoga spaces have can have a toxic positivity kind of vibe. Like, you know, like not not making space for the impact of grief or anger or um, other things like that so it sounds like this type of practice makes sure that there's space for both for sure yeah that's what I love about that practice is that it's flexible for that you have that space it's not toxic positivity I'm not like telling you like you're going to get over your grief and you're going to get through it. Like, I don't say things like that. I just try to be a little bit more helpful so they don't feel so alone in their grief. I don't try to like take them out of their grief. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. <laughs> Where could listeners find out more about grief yoga um, or like connect with you or other resources if they're interested in exploring this? Yeah. So um, I don't have a website, but I have an Instagram at Traveled and Balanced, and um, I post a lot of information about the grief yoga classes, different poses that can help for different um, stages in your grief, and then um, I also host virtual classes as well um, for grief yoga. I do one a month, and then um, if you want more information as well to either train or take the classes with Paul, who invented this version of grief yoga, um, he's at Grief Yoga. And then his name's Paul Denniston. So if you're interested in that. Awesome. I'll make sure to link all of that in the show notes when this is published. Yeah. Um, and to kind of wrap up this chat here, is there any w- words of wisdom or advice you would offer to someone who is currently experiencing grief or on a path towards healing grief? Yeah. So there's no um, straight line in grief. There's going to be days where it feels very heavy and you can't get off your couch, do dishes, and it's totally fine. And there's going to be days where you're going to feel like you can smile again. And you also feel guilty about that too. Grief is just like a roller coaster. You feel these emotions, you feel weird about these emotions too, but they're all valid. Um, there's a lot of great resources I found, especially in the Instagram community. I found so many friends that just get it. Mm -hmm. So if you're ever feeling alone, just reaching out to anybody on the grief, uh, yoga, or sorry, grief, Instagram, uh, hashtags. And, um, there's no stages in grief yoga either, or grief. I keep saying grief yoga. (laughs) There's no stages in grief, even though they say the five stages, there's, they're actually for the people who are passing away and mm-hmm. you can go through the five stages totally in one day. I've totally done it. Like there, there's no set standard of how you're supposed to grieve. And I just want people to know that, that there's no straight way to do it. And there's no wrong way of doing it either. I am so grateful that we were able to have this chat. I know we had to reschedule it a couple of times, but we made it happen. Yes. And Thank I'm, you so much. I appreciate course. it. <laughs> I, when I saw your Instagram, I, I was, I'm just really attracted to yoga teachers who are doing like something that's really like purpose driven. And I feel like, um, helping people like, 
you know, travel, <laughs> whatever path it is towards grief is like a really challenging, but beautiful, like purpose. So thank you for sharing that with the world. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been an amazing gift and it's helped me a lot on my own journey. And it's been amazing to me, people who just get it and to help them and see them progress and know that there's hope for me too. You know, it goes both ways. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on the transformative journey through grief yoga with the incredible Kim Bernardo. Remember, healing is a continuous process and your practice is a powerful tool on this path. If you found value in today's episode, share it with your community. Together, let's spread the message of healing and embrace the power of yoga in our lives. Subscribe to Yoga Corner Chats for more enriching conversations. Your support means the world, and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Until then, may you find peace, strength, and healing on and off the mat. Thank you for being a part of our community. Stay well, stay inspired, and stay true to yourself. By the way, next week there won't be a new episode as we take a pause to celebrate Thanksgiving with loved ones. Wishing you a week filled with gratitude, warmth, and connection. Until we meet again, stay well and cherish those beautiful moments. Chat soon.